Hello. What's poppin'? Welcome back. It's your boy James with his voice. Hello. And you are now tuned in to the voice of James with James and his voice. Good morning to everybody. Welcome back. Um, like I said on the intro, you know, this is literally an attempt to 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 build a relationship with y'all. This is just an attempt to get y'all comfortable with me. This is just an attempt to start something fresh. And I also said that the only way I feel that this is possible is if you guys listen to me. I'm talking to you. You feel me? I'm giving y'all information. I'm giving y'all stories. I'm giving y'all, you know, pieces of me that that I feel is imperative to the to the to the game that we're playing. This is the beginning. This is this is this is this is a step by step on how to get along with James. You gotta know who James is. You gotta know, you know, what he wants in life. You gotta know what he's been through in life. You gotta know what he's seen and done. You gotta know the shit that 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 he sacrificed to get here. You know what I mean? And we're gonna start with the earliest memory that I can start with. And that was me getting adopted. Now, what do you mean you got adopted, James? Well, simple. I got adopted. <laughs> my biological grandmother, my father's mother, adopted me because my mother, she wasn't the best mother at the time. She suffered with a lot of things. And I don't want to get into details, but my mom really never really understood that what she did was actually life-changing. It was actually a good thing, you know? We just, me and my brothers figured, damn, it must be us. Because if it's not us, then it should be us. What does that mean? Well, if we're not the reasons you left, we should have been the reasons you stayed, but tomato, tomato. Like I said, we start in the beginning. When I was four years old, right? <clears throat> I lived with my mom, I, I think. <laughs> I know I was at her house and it was me and my little brother and my, my older brother who was like two years older than me, not the oldest or the second oldest, but um the one right above me, and um, I just remember us getting into a bunch of shit. I remember us being badass little boys. I remember us fighting. I remember us yelling. I remember us running. I remember us playing. I remember it all. Um, what I can't seem to remember, and I think this is a psychological thing, I can't seem to remember when my mom actually left. One day she was there, one day she wasn't. Being the uh, the smart individual that I am, we were in the house for about three days with no babysitter, no parent, no nothing. So I decided, let me, let me call my grandma because um, I don't like this. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like how we just we just in this bitch. Called my grandma. Grandma came over, called the cops, called DCF, got everything situated. My little brother went with his biological father. My grandmother adopted me. My big brother, his aunt, adopted him. Well, he went with his aunt. I'm not sure if he got adopted. 
but I do remember me getting adopted. <laughs> and I remember the hell that I went through being a product of the state. You know what I'm saying? Like being involved in things like that doesn't make it easy for the kid. I'm the one that has to deal with psychiatrists asking me, are you okay that your mom left? I'm the one that has to deal with doctors asking me, are you okay that you're with your grandma? Would you rather be with somebody else? I'm the one that had to deal with, well, your dad's not technically your legal guardian, so you can't go with him because your grandmother adopted you. He's technically your brother. It was, it was a confusing time, but nonetheless, my grandmother did it to save our lives. She did what she thought was the best move for her to help us out. And I'll never, ever shun her for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's something that I'll never go, well, you should have left us there. No, I'm so grateful that you got us because who knows where I would have been had we had stayed. So, thank you, Grandma. Once I got adopted and um, I started living with my grandma, where we was living was a senior citizen facility. It was strictly for senior citizens. You know them apartments that have one bedrooms just for that person, one bathroom for that person, one living room for that person. Well, grandma had two people. And the second person was getting too big, too fast. So because the front office knew my grandma, they knew her from the streets, being an activist. They knew her from being a model uh, uh, citizen. They knew her from being a model tenant, you know, and um, they helped her out. They said, well, you know, Jimmy getting too big, so we're going to move y'all to a sister property where both of y'all can have y'all space. It's a two-bedroom, uh, one bath, um, but, you know, it's in a hood, and... At least he'll have his own room to grow up in. So we hopped on that shit. Moved to the streets. Moved to the hood. PSU. 18th Avenue and 60th Street. If you're from Dade, stand the fuck up. Grandma moved me to the streets. And I think I stayed there for about 11 or 12 years. I gave the hood most of my life. I went to middle school, elementary school, right across the street from where I lived. Went to high school, not too far down the street. Um, elementary, though. Elementary was, was full of memories. One memory in particular that I'll never forget. And this particular memory is going to lead me into your lesson for today. Into your, your motivational quote for today. Into your positivity. Um... I remember I was in the first grade, and I really had to use the fucking bathroom. Like, I really, really had to pee. Like, everybody knows when they got to pee and they can't hold it, it's one of the worst times in your life, especially when you somewhere you know you're not finished this. Whip out and pee, or pull your pants down and pee. So, there was a kid in the bathroom in our classroom. Like, back in the day, we had bathrooms in our classroom. Somebody was in there. So, I... Politely said, well, I still got to go. So can I go to the one that's across the, across the school? Now, across the school for an adult, my school, was a few steps. It was around the corner. For me, standing at all of three foot two, that was a mission. 
I was trying to retrieve the Infinity Stones. God damn it. Like, that's how bad I had to pee. So I darted. I fled the, fled the scene. I, I hit it. Ran all the way to the bathroom. And the route to that bathroom was me leaving my classroom, going through our ecosystem, our garden, whatever you want to call it. Making another left and then another right and then the bathroom's right there. I ran through this ecosystem. I did. I ran right through it. Through the, through the ponds, the leaves, the trees, the benches, the statues. And let me tell you something about statues. <laughs> Most of y'all may not be aware of this, but uh, <laughs> statues don't move. <laughs> statues are a stationary as your ex's heart, you know, it's, 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 they ops, <laughs> you feel me, like, fuck statues, even though most of this was my fault, you know, I still, still blame everything else, but, um, I hit it out the classroom, ran through the ecosystem, I'm running, I'm running, I'm running, somebody calls my name, oh, Jerry, 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 so I turn around, on some Kevin Hart shit, you know, my head was looking one way and my body was going another. Like, I was running forward, but I was looking back. The minute I turned around, it felt like everything slowed down. When I turned back around to face forward, it felt like time had stopped. And in a split second, I realized I was in an accident. Now... What accident? Statue? What are you talking about? Did you hit a statue? What are you, what are you talking about? Are you dumb? It's like, it's like running into a parked car. Hey, it happens. The best of us have run into parked cars. Um, right now, I want everybody to do me a favor. Think about it. If you don't know what it is, Google it. If Google doesn't help you ask a friend, somebody's going to give you the answer. But how many of you know what a pelican is? Majority of everybody, sounds like. If you don't know, take your time to Google it. Come back to me. Go ahead, Google it. Go ahead, go ahead, Google it. Come back when you're ready. Ah, you see it? Yeah, that shit. Did you ask a friend? Google didn't help you. Did you ask a friend? Friend, what did you tell them? That pelicans have long ass beaks. They had, they, 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 they got, they got long ass peckers for mouths. Yeah, those motherfuckers. That's what I ran into. A statue of a fucking pelican. A, a, a concrete statue of a goddamn pelican. Pierced me right in my chest. It did. I don't know how it didn't hit my heart. I don't know how I'm not paralyzed. I don't know how I'm still alive. But I have the scar to prove that I'm fucking Iron Man. I'm fucking invincible. When you got God. I got God. So, um, baby girl, baby boy, pray. Stay prayed up. Stay believing in something, you know, positive. You feel me? I don't want to get religious, but, you know, most of us believe that there's a higher power somewhere. We didn't just pop here. Like, that's just something that we refuse to believe. Now, what we call this higher power is strictly up to that person. I call him God. Some people call him, you know, Yahweh. Some people call him other things. Some people call it just positivity, a good 
sign, a good vibe, a good energy that runs your life. And we're okay with that. I know I am. I'm okay with positivity running my life because it's not negative. It's not bad. It's not detrimental to my health. God praying, getting on your knees and thanking whoever for another day is not detrimental to your health. It has never ruined anybody's life. Um, like I said, by the grace of God, though, I'm still here. And what would be the lesson from that, fellas, ladies? Oh, look where you're, look where you're running. Oh, pay attention. Oh, you know, no, it's really none of that. The day that I left that scene and I woke up in a hospital and my dad was standing over me and he was wondering what had happened. And I told him the one thing that I took from his words was, you're still here. It's not about paying attention. It's not about preventing anything. It's not about being safer. You're never ready for anything. You can never be too safe. There's no such thing. You have to be aware, cognizant, and okay with the decisions that you make. You, you made it. I made the decision to run. Okay? Nobody told me to run. I made a decision to keep running and looking back and not paying attention to where I was going. That was me. The lesson I took from that was to be grateful. Be grateful that the decision that I made didn't end up worse. I could have died. Where my scar is compared to where my heart is. It's a few inches. It's a few inches. You feel me? Any, you know, any slight shift running to the left, any, you know, body movement positioning that, 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 that would have been bad, that would have fucked up everything. It would have went right into something that it shouldn't have went into. Thank God it was literally one of the strongest parts of your body, your chest, your sternum, right in the middle. And I thank God every day, you know, I asked him too. I said, I said, can you, you know, make me, you know, pay attention more? And, and, and I slowly started to realize talking to my grandma, talking to my dad, I'm talking to y'all. I'm still here. It's not about paying attention because that's something that I'm going to gradually learn. Something that takes time to learn is the appreciation of life, is the appreciation of anything, really appreciating that. This person didn't have to do anything for you, yet you still got a birthday gift. Appreciating that, that yes, my mom left me at a young age, but she knew her state and her condition would be bad for her kids. So she looked out for us by looking out for herself. That makes that move not selfish. You pay attention. I'm grateful for that move. You want to know why? It made me stronger. It made me realize things that I thought were true weren't and it made me understand that every opportunity that you are given you take advantage of that because you don't have to have that opportunity you don't have to have that 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 advantage you you, you know what i'm saying like it, it's not something that that you want to take for granted Every day is a blessing. Every day that, I'm, that, I'm, that I wake up is a blessing. Every accident that I endure and that I come out of makes me stronger. And that's all I ask for you guys. Anybody ever been unconscious? 
If you have, then you know that that's time you will never get back. You'll never remember it. You'll never understand it. It's just a piece of life that you can't control because you were unconscious. You weren't, you weren't in it. You were out of it. God brought me through it. I could have stayed unconscious. It could have just been on some, well, well son, you're going to be running into things your whole life. Let me put you to rest. You know, God doesn't, he, he gives his toughest battles to his strongest soldiers. If you can get through this, you can get through anything. If you can get through that, you can get through anything. I got through a hole in my chest. You think I'm going to give up anytime soon? I could have, that could have been it. In the first grade. In 2001, I was, what, seven, eight? That could have been it. I could've, that could have been it. It could have been a dead boy in the middle of his school. And that's life. You feel me? Take advantage of every breath that you have. Be grateful for, for, for coming out of a hospital alive. Be grateful for coming out of any incident, accident, ordeal alive. Appreciate the negative, yo. Appreciate that shit. Turn that shit into something positive. Look at it and go, I'm still here. Don't look at it like God almost took my life. Don't look at it like somebody don't want me here. Don't look at it like, damn, maybe I should have just died. Look at it like I could have. You could have, but you didn't. The moment you wake up, the moment you take that breath, the moment you realize you're not gone, that's the moment that you need to realize I'm still here for a reason. Find your reason, y'all. Find out why God brought you through an abusive relationship. Find out why, why God brought you through any incident. If it's not God, if you don't want to believe in that, you're still here. Find out why and use that positivity towards something that's beneficial to your advancement, to your progression. We could do it, y'all. We can get to anything. And if you don't believe me, I got plenty more stories. And we'll get to them on the next few episodes. But for now, I hope y'all understand that I feel invincible. And I have felt invincible since the first grade. Yes, shit hurts. Yes, shit is painful. Yes, shit is frustrating. I got through a hole in my chest. As a young seven-year-old, eight-year-old boy, I'm still alive. I'm still here. I'll be damned if I don't take advantage of my opportunity. That's an opportunity. That's a chance. Life said, nope, we still need you for something. Who are you to tell life, <laughs> nah, I'm good. Y'all don't need me. We do. Everybody needs us. That's why we're here. Nobody's here for nothing. Everybody's here for something. Find your something. That's all I got for y'all today. Until next time, <laughs> it's your boy, James, giving y'all that real shit, that good shit, learning me, you feel me, learning what I've gone through, using my battles as notes for yours, that's all I'm here for, so I'm gonna get out of here, and I'll let y'all next time, love.